0: You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to DillyShow.com for details. And now, your host,
1: Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, Author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here. Still breathing. The wisdom and teachings of a flawed man. Uh, You can pick that up at uh, Amazon.com, BarnesNoble.com, or any other major book retailer you can check that book out today god i'm so excited to be here with you guys today this is gonna be a big show uh this book it will give you a little further context into how my mind works and a lot of my philosophies you guys check that out though it's uh you can get it actually at any major book uh place but honestly amazon's probably the best as far as if you want to support me so check that out today also if you love this show you can go to subscribestar.com forward slash the dilly show and you can support uh the show right there So if you've been watching for a while and you think, okay, you know what? He's earned my five bucks a month. I appreciate it. You say, you know what? Uh, I've got $20 a month. I'd like to support this show. Great. Or you go, I've got $0 a month. That's cool too. I don't give a shit. But subscribestar.com forward slash the Dilly show. For those of you who choose to support the show, we always appreciate it. And for everybody who loves the broadcast, but doesn't necessarily have time to watch it every single day, but you do have time to listen, you can now do so by going to bit.ly forward slash dillyshow and you can download it in all podcast formats. And that's made possible by our good friend, magical producer Trevor. So bit.ly forward slash dillyshow is where you're gonna go to get the podcast downloaded. Check that out today. All right, I got a little cough drop. I got a little cough drop to help me open up my lungs today it's terrible it does seem to be working though so we'll take the result even if it does taste gross all right good morning everybody uh, I'm very excited to be here with you guys it was an interesting night worked my ass off last night not as hard as the meme team did though they were whew, I love you guys man And you I know how much it is to sit there through an hour, hour and a half of one speech, which was easy because it was Donald J. Trump and he was incredible last night. Honestly, a top three speech for me. Um, That speech from President Trump last night, and I'll break it down today, was absolutely incredible. But we get to juxtapose that against one of the fucking worst debates I think the Republicans have ever presented, which is really saying something if you've sat through Republican debates over the years. It was absolutely horrendous. Uh, This thing was chock full of gaffes, mistakes, embarrassing quotes, uh, really shit that the American public doesn't care about. None of these people has a cogent plan. None of them has a track record of creating jobs or uh, income other than for themselves. It was embarrassing, frankly. And so what we're going to do is something we've done on this show before. I don't do it all the time because it's kind of a pain in the ass, but whenever I do do this format for these types of evenings, the audience normally loves it. So what we're gonna do tonight, or today rather, is we're gonna take the speech of President Donald J. Trump and we're gonna alternate between that and the debate clips through the entire broadcast. And we'll go back and forth between all of them. Now I'm gonna be straight up with you. I don't have a lot of debate clips that aren't memes. Because frankly, you would turn off this show if I subjected you to 10 or 12 debate clips of just the candidates. They were that bad. So you're still gonna be able to see the greater context of what was going on. But we are gonna utilize memes to, to get you through this because... There ain't no fucking way I'm watching it a second time for you guys. I love you. I ain't doing it a second time. So we'll watch the meme clips, and we're going to juxtapose those with President Donald J. Trump. His speech in Michigan was next level. Very proud of the man, proud of what he was able to accomplish, and uh, we'll have some fun kind of going back and forth. We also got a very special Dilly in the Wild today. We got some really good ones, and uh, we're going to have a ton of fun. It's going to be a really big broadcast. I hope you guys will share this out. Uh, the best way to do that is if you're on Twitter, tweet it out, hashtag the Dilly Show. And obviously, on Truth Social, you can truth it out, hashtag the Dilly Show. But also, especially for those of you on Rumble, uh, it doesn't matter as much on other pl- platforms. But if you're on Rumble, please hit that little thumbs up um, icon or the little boxing glove to uh, support the show and uh, promote it. So, big show for you guys. But first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA Commerce. doo-doo-doo-doo, doo doo da 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 da-da-da-da-da-da! da 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 Da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da-da! Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da! da da do da So good.
0: Once upon a time, there was a school a place where kids would study and learn about history, science, art, and literature, where the teachers had values. And the students' education, not indoctrination, came first. A school that cared about a crazy little thing called truth, about teaching kids how to think, not what to think, where the teachers and students were held accountable. Hard work was expected from everyone and rewarded. But somehow, somewhere along the way, Something went wrong, the culture went crazy, and the teachers got weird. God and country were cast aside, and our kids were being conditioned. Most schools have gotten downright dangerous, but now there's a better way, with Gideon math and reading, the favorite curriculum used by homeschool parents, individualized learning programs that work, so kids can catch up, keep up, and stay ahead. The Gideon method is self-paced, and focused on helping kids build foundational skills. Our curriculum emphasizes traditional values like family, integrity, honesty, and hard work, and no woke vocabulary or agenda. Gideon students connect virtually for this paper and pencil program, where proper placement, high standards, and consistency breed success. At Gideon, kids build confidence through mastery. Give your kids the best and contact Gideon today.
1: That's right. You guys know how much I believe in this product, in this service, in this company. Dr. Janine Mathis, who's, uh, she's been a loyal Dilly Show fan, but also somebody that, that has had my back through all of my endeavors since 2017. Really an incredible lady. And she's been in education and technology for more than 30 years. Wildly successful. And, uh, There's no risk for you guys to give this a try at all. The evaluation is totally free. Your first session is free. There's no contract she's gonna make you sign. And if you're a Dilly 300, you get the $50 registration fee waived. So your registration ends up being free. This is a tremendous opportunity for you to help your children advance and or keep up or catch up, depending on where they're at, for as little as $150 a month, uh, you can get eight sessions, and uh, and you're gonna be able to actually get your kids back on track. It, it's it's gonna exceed anything your your children are currently doing in education. I I absolutely implore you guys to check it out. GideonMathAndReading.com dot com forward slash Warminster. That's GideonMathAndReading.com dot com forward slash Warminster. Promo code Dilly. Check it out today. All right, how you guys doing? everybody good you guys good i'm excited to be here with you today it uh it was an interesting evening (laughs) it's an interesting evening you know the shit that's happening right now in america but also in in our movement and, and i'm talking about maga but also the dilly 300 um show's been around now for five years maga commerce for five years this month right september September of uh, this year celebrated the fifth year of MAGA Commerce. Been going strong since 2018. So when we started that September of 2018, and boy, what a ride it's been! You know, we've got really, really big things happening right now. the The conversations and the individuals that I'm involved with um, for this broadcast, for the community, and also for the movement for 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 MAGA are are really the the top of the food chain as far as you know, people who, who are leading us. And they're great people. And I'm getting to know them behind the scenes. And uh, and I guess I'm just excited to be be doing this with you guys because we went from being kind of the outcasts. You know, we all understood that. Like, if you were a Dilly Show fan, you knew you were probably going to be on the perimeter of things because of my delivery, right? The, the uh, opinions I hold, uh, the things I talk about, the the subjects that I cover, the jokes that I make. And for years, that was true. You were the fringe. You were like, yeah, we're MAGA, but we're like a whole different level. And um, through your support and the meme team's absolutely incredible talent, this show, while we still are not mainstream, uh, we are tip of the spear and, and acknowledged that way uh, by the Trump campaign. And not only that, but other America First candidates, people that you know, you guys really, really like. Um, they they believe in you. They believe in in the show. They believe in the Dilly Meme Team, especially. And uh, you know, it's given us some really special uh, access, as many of you have figured out, whether you've been VIP guests of President Trump, courtesy of of uh, me, or whether you're a meme team member who's been to Bedminster. Or maybe you're a meme team member who's got something very special coming up in the next couple next couple of days. Um, it's really been something something unique, and uh, and I'm very proud of this community because this none of this is possible without you, the audience, continually supporting and trusting me. You you've when I've asked you to show up and show out, you do. When I've asked you to spend your hard-earned money on a sponsor, you have. When I ask you to subscribe or promote, or retweet, or uh, you know, whatever. You guys have been there, and, and that really is, it's all about you. You made it possible, but we are, we're having a lot of fun right now. President Trump is gaining a lot of momentum right now. The general election officially started last night. The debate was a disaster. It was a horrendous showing. There was not a single candidate who did well. Um, the only people that will tell you that a candidate or two did well are people who are partisans and support those people. If you watched it objectively, you saw seven sleaze bags who don't have an actual plan. Seven people who are unlikable, unrelatable, and disconnected from the American public. At no point last night during the debate was the weaponization of the uh, Biden DOJ discussed the treatment of Donald Trump was not discussed. it's not a concern. Most of the uh, conversation and solutions offered to America's problems were empty, void of any kind of detail or real sort of uh, I guess path forward it, it was empty it was a lot of rhetoric, a lot of really empty rhetoric uh, it was a bad debate. The moderators were horrendous. Uh, They start from the opening statements. They fucked up and just kept fucking up. And meanwhile, as these people were giving arguably the worst debate performance in American history, Donald John Trump stood in front of a group of workers, auto workers in Michigan, who are currently on strike and told them the cold hard facts about their strike. I was completely taken back by this, and I'll, and we're going to get into the details of it in the clips. But as a man and as a leader, to stand in front of a group of people who are currently on strike and out of work, who are trying to angle and leverage for higher wage, to stand there knowing you're being broadcast live and that there's millions of people around the world watching you, hanging on your every word, And to look these people in the eye and go, I support your right to strike. I support your pursuit of higher wages. But none of this means anything because you're all going to be permanently unemployed in two years if Biden wins. You could have heard a pin drop and he repeated the line a, a few different times, four or five times. And he wasn't doing it to be cruel. But the courage to tell people that kind of a truth to their faces when that he knows the risk is they're going to boo him. He flat out told them, I don't even know, I I know why you're doing it, but there's really no point. Over and over, there's no point. You're doing this and it's not going to mean anything. All you're going to do is negotiate a deal that you'll get to enjoy for a year, maybe two, and then you're all going to be permanently unemployed. I, I was sitting there and my mouth just dropped because the level of risk... And the level of love you have to have for an audience to, to be that straightforward. Politicians don't do that. Politicians know, okay, don't disrespect the pursuit of the group I'm standing in front of. And he was like, I support what you're doing. It just not, it's just not gonna matter. And they were just kind of like, what? <laughs> and it was incredible. And we're gonna play the clips because he did it a, f- a few different times. And he he meant it with all sincerity. The applause were through the roof. I think that the that group understood. You know, it's interesting about these unions. It's like, he, President Trump sounded like the union leader last night. The way he was talking to them, it was like, you can do what you want, but it ain't going to work. You can follow me and I'll take you to the promised land. Now go convince your, your leadership to to follow me as well. I mean, it was, it was a remarkable speech. It was it was extremely impressive. The message was impressive. President Trump was like in the best mood last night. He was super light and fluffy. Lots of jokes off the cuff, rolling with it. He was he felt you could tell he felt so comfortable among the blue-collar workers of that facility. The blue-collar workers were yelling at him throughout his speech, you know, trying to add to it. They were excited. He was rolling with it. He was engaging the audience, having fun with them. It really was. It was something. It was something to behold, especially given where we're at in this country. So we're going to cover that today because it was, it was an awesome. It was an awesome, awesome speech, and uh, to be able to do this back and forth, and, and the reason we're able to do it back and forth today is because of the meme team. The meme team, whether it was Miguelafonia or Lauren Eve cutting up clips of President Trump, or whether it was the actual memers themselves cutting up and having fun with the clips of the debate. Uh the entire broadcast today is brought to you by the Dilly Meme team who are incredible people. I don't have a lot of other news stories I wanted to cover because I don't think they matter today. I don't think a lot of the other stories matter today. They're they're not gonna they're all gonna take a back seat to President Donald J. Trump and those also ran losers that were at the Reagan Library. So with that being said, I do have a little bit of show for you, which is the audience, because we've got some Dilly in the wild.
2: Kelly in the wild Kelly in the wild of the fucking in the wild Kelly in the wild of the fucking now Kelly in the wild Kelly in the wild of the fucking
3: now Kelly in the wild Kelly in the wild of the
2: fucking
4: down You' put it sick on their cars. Relax your ain up my dick and lick my balls
1: That's right. You can. (laughs) And this is what you should tell the RNC every time they inquire about what you're up to. Fill out this survey. How do you feel? What do you think? Here's what I think. Suck my dick. Lick my balls. Trump 2024. Everything else is a waste of my fucking time. Stop sending me stuff unless it's about Trump. Otherwise, everything else goes in the trash can. You're an idiot if you think that I'm an idiot and am going to sit here and fucking suffer through another uh bullshit survey courtesy of the rnc and the gop i mean what a bunch of what a bunch of idiots perfect response absolutely perfect response also shout out to dilly uh dilly 300 member over at i believe this he said this was in munich germany at an oktoberfest event wearing his uh dilly 300 gear looking good by the way enjoying a beer good for you man have fun Looks like a really good time. I hope you're having a blast. Hope you're having a blast. Looks like fun. Now this was a this was a special one from South Carolina because a Dilly 300 member got to make her dream come true when the man, the myth, the legend came to visit all of the volunteers for South Carolina. And there you go. What a special picture. What a beautiful picture. President Donald J. Trump hanging out with Dilly 300 member, having a good time, enjoying her special moment. And that's really cool, man. I just thought that was a a great picture. You should be very proud of it. Frame that bad boy. DJT looking like an absolute boss. And uh, you got to give him a big hug and take a picture, which is cool as hell. Yeah. That's a good one. Congratulations. (laughs) Now, this next one is also special because we got a couple of dilly 300 members hanging out spending some time together breaking some bread and enjoying an evening of donald trump's speech and some debate and i thought this was pretty badass these fellas getting together wheels is hosting again up at uh, casa de wheels he's got all the dilly 300 meeting up at his house every other week now (laughs) which is great good time fellas good time glad you had fun I'm really happy you guys had fun. That is fantastic. And we do have one more picture of that fun. (laughs) They were hanging out watching DJT, good times. I love it, you guys. Wheels, appreciate you hosting so many of the Dilly 300 and uh, really bringing the community together out in the Midwest. It's fantastic and that's a good idea because Wheels, I'm not trying to dox you but we got eyes on you at all times, my friend. Just telling you at all times You're out about, this (laughs) this is like, this is like some fucking Jason Bourne shit, Wheels. We love you, but you cross any fucking lines, we're gonna know, okay? We're gonna absolutely know, friend. You even attempt to make a right up here without using your turn signal, we're gonna have a fucking problem, all right, Wheels? So you can do what you're gonna do. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're under the thumb. I'm just saying, we got eyes everywhere. Yeah, I didn't blur the fucking license plate because Wheels doesn't give a shit. That's why. And it's not my picture. You guys want your license plates blurred, fucking blur them before you send them to me. Anyway. Yeah, I know. I'm concerned because I think Wheels is... He's on the road. He's doing his thing, but you got to keep an eye on him. He has no idea who is... This is like the third time we've gotten pictures of Wheels... That he doesn't know who keeps taking pictures of him. (laughs) And everybody always knows it's fucking Wheels. It's so fucking funny. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Just out in the Midwest. The Wheels Mobile is super obvious. Isn't that great? I know. Thought that was fun. All right. That's all you're you're dealing in the wild. Including the doxing of poor Wheels and his license plate. Sorry, dude. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I never understood something. Actually, I'm going to ask this question. I'll probably sound stupid since I've been on the internet a long time. Why do we have to blur license plates? Can you like put in someone's license plate and find out everything about them? Is that how that works? I don't know. I didn't think that was available to the general public. Can someone explain that to me? Can the general public type in a license plate and find out someone's information? That seems really, really reckless. You're telling me that you can just take any license plate and find out whose it belongs to? I thought you have to be a police officer. Is that real? I thought you have to be a cop. That's gay. Everybody is conflicting. Some people say not everybody, some people say uh, everyone if there are incidents related to that plate ah got it what are you gonna do what are you gonna do right what are you gonna do all right <laughs> ah poor wheels He's like god damn it just know if you guys show up to wheels house it's probably gonna be bad for you unless you're looking for food and fun then it'll be great for you oh Everybody says there's websites and corrupt DMV and cops. Okay, I got you. I don't know, dude. I don't know. This world, there's so so little you can hide from now. It seems like the only way to keep yourself truly anonymous is to not ever go on the internet. You know what I mean? That's what it kind of feels like these days, which is super fucking creepy. It's like one giant fucking catalog of people. Like the only way is just be like, oh, I don't use the internet. I'm sorry. What do you do? I use encyclopedias. I use a paper map and an encyclopedia. That way no one knows who I am or where I live. Because short of that, if you exist on the internet, everyone has access to you. Even, even I think my memers recognize like you're not anonymous for shit. Everyone knows it. Like, you know, do I have a vanity plate on my car? Do you guys want to know the truth? I don't believe in them. I know that's super disappointing. You guys have great vanity plates. It's like one of the, okay. Here's the deal with me and vanity plates. I feel the same way about vanity plates that I do about tattoos. I love them on other people, but not on me. It's true. I love tattoos on other people. I love seeing other people's vanity plates. It's not something I'd ever do. Yeah, I, I I would never do a vanity plate, ever. It's just not something that I would do, and I also would not get tattoos. But I like them on other people. Obviously, my wife is very inked up and... Yeah, so there you go. All right. <clears throat> Boy. Interesting times going on right now. Oh, hey, Rumble. Hi. I meant to say hi to you guys. Hello. Hope you're all doing well. Oh, we were having fun last night weren't we boy we got some special pictures and videos sent to us (laughs) Uh, good times we're gonna get into that right now we're gonna get in right now so all right let's start with how how did the day begin okay the day began yesterday with president trump really i mean it began with other stuff but it really began when president trump was boots on the ground landed in michigan Even his umbrellas are awesome. You see the size of that fucking umbrella? I mean, I'm serious. Did you see the size of Trump's umbrella? Even his umbrellas are impressive. I need a Trump umbrella. I'm going to get one of those. Do you see the size of that fucking thing? It's gigantic. It's like a five-person umbrella. He's just like, hello. You see this? Look, watch one more time. cool that is what a great umbrella yeah it was just massive I just thought that was so cool yeah golf umbrella yep President Trump so that's how it started Trump arrives in Michigan as President Trump was arriving in Michigan people were beginning to arrive at the Reagan Library to watch what was going to go down as a absolutely horrendous debate and one man who I don't know if he was in a was he in attendance he was who was there and doing an event, is the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. And he was asked prior to the debate to make some predictions. He obliged.
5: Now, governor, what do you think is going to be the takeaway after this debate from the American people?
6: I think it will be clear that Trump comes out the dominant force after this debate. I mean, this is the XFL. This is J. I mean, honestly, I mean, this is maybe, maybe the vice presidential debate. These guys are getting lapped by Donald
1: Trump. It's not even close. It's not even Um, sorry. The audio is not very good on that, but he is 100% true. This dude literally just was like, this is the JV league. This is the XFL. These guys are getting lapped by Donald Trump. What was un- uncomfortable about this is... It showed an extraordinary amount of like self-awareness. He's like, they have no shot. They have no shot. He's trying to figure out why they're even there. Like, why even there? Why are they even doing this? He wasn't done bludgeoning them. And no, this is not a meme. I have a clip later on that's gonna blow your mind because it's even worse than that one. He just dunked on the entire Republican field and he's com- he's absolutely correct. What do you think the outcome of this is going to be? Donald Trump's going to be the winner? I mean, basically. Well, I'll play it again. I mean, he's like, Donald Trump's going to be the winner. This is the JV. This is the XFL. This is basically a vice presidential debate.
0: Now, Governor, what do you think is going to be the takeaway after this debate from the American people?
6: I think it will be clear that Trump comes out the dominant force after this debate. I mean, this is the XFL. This is J. I I mean, and honestly, I mean, this is maybe, maybe the vice presidential debate. These guys are getting lapped by Donald Trump.
1: It's not even close. It's not even interesting. it's not even interesting. It's not even close. It's not even interesting the thing is, he's absolutely correct, it wasn't, I I don't know, have the numbers hit the wire yet, you guys, I was trying to get them before the show, and I never did, do we have an an, an update or a a approximation on how many viewers tuned into that absolute shit-tastic debate, do we know yet, Gavin Newsom is a total scumbag and yet he's 100% correct. The debate got 12.8 million. Are you shitting me? That's it? Is that how how far down is that on the record books? How? So 12.8 million has got to be in the, the bottom of the debate numbers. Oh, the last debate was 12.8 million. What about last night's? Do we have a number? So Trev is saying that the, the 12.8 million is for the, the previous debate, but that last night's has not finished being calculated, which sounds right. They usually don't come out till the following day, later on in the afternoon. get them around three o'clock it's gonna be horrendous it was so fucking bad meanwhile after Gavin Newsom gave his prediction of just how bad the evening was gonna go for the rest of the Republican field Donald Trump simultaneously was out touring manufacturing facilities and I listen to me I'm not telling anybody at team Trump how to do their job but you could put together like four or five hours of Donald Trump just touring facility, like factories, and I'd watch it. You don't even need to have sound. I mean, sounds nice, but like I would watch him walking around looking at shit that's being built for hours. It's one of my favorite, favorite things to see President Trump do is going into a business and assessing it and learning about it. I don't know why. It's been this way since like the first... 2016 was the first time I was like, oh my God, look at him. And he'd walk around, he'd go to the air conditioning factory and he's like, oh, oh and he's got his hard hat on. Hey, oh, what's this? What the fuck is that? And I just love the way, I love watching him in that element because it's not like these other dipshit politicians that show up and have no idea about entrepreneurship. Like everybody else shows up and they're like, ow, oh, is that a factory? And I don't know shit. Donald Trump shows up and he's like, oh so because they're here here and he's like talking about them like what their costs are there and how they're doing that and i'm telling you it's like one of my favorite trumps and so here he is looking at shit in a factory <laughs> i wish it was longer he's the boss you think he owned it Strolling through. I'd buy a Trump car. I swear to God, I love this. I just think it's the best. I need more footage of Trump just looking at manufacturing stuff. You think the thing that's fascinating about Donald Trump that you want to see? Two things. One, you want to see him assess a business, right? Because many of you are entrepreneurs. I'm an entrepreneur, right? I'm like, dude, how does he do what he does, right? As a magapreneur, you're like, how does he... Like you just want to, cause you know, this dude is like a genius and he is, he's going to drop little gems on you and you're just waiting. Like, what's he going to say? But the other thing is this, I'd like to see more video clips of Donald Trump buying shit because I want to see how he negotiates when he's buying something, not necessarily real estate, but like, I want to see him making a hard decision on a purchase just because I think it'd be fascinating to watch him look at it. And and I want to see what questions he asks about something expensive. So what does it do? All right, so what's this line, this price right here? What's that? All right, talk to me about that. Now, what's the difference between this and that? Like, I want to see him buy something. Watching him do this, I've seen him buy food. He buys a lot of food. But Trump at factories and Trump purchasing something are like two of my favorites, right? I want to see him sit back. He's like, Maybe you can show him negotiating like fucking, uh, you know, defense spending or something next time he's in office. I just want to watch him be like, why would I buy five tanks when I can buy these two that are equivalent to those five? I just want to watch it. Little art of the deal footage, Donald Trump. I just think it'd be awesome, all right? So, finally, President Trump finished up his tour of the manufacturing facility. And as he was doing that, Again, these were, like, pretty close. They were staggered a little bit. The Republican debate was kicking off. And it was a big moment because they invited a fucking Brit to come do the debate, which is weird. That's right. Stuart Varney decided to be, I guess they chose him to be a debate moderator. He was awful. And the night started horrendously for Stuart. Watch Stuart Varney of Fox Business, and I am thrilled to be
6: sitting alongside my co moderators, Fox News Channel Dana Perino and Ilya Calderon, Cal- uh, 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 univision Good,
3: Good evening. evening.
1: <laughs> Bro bro you all you had to do was say one fucking name <laughs> that's it you she's hispanic bro you didn't ask her how to say her name before you had to fucking sit down are you shitting me dude one more time we are not to fuck you Stuart varney Dana Perino's face is amazing, by the way. Watch this. Stuart Varney a Fox Business. And I am thrilled
6: to be sitting alongside my co-moderators, Fox News Channel, Dana Perino, and Ilya Calderon. uh, 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 Univision. Good
3: Good evening. evening.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're so bad at your job, you fucking old fart. Oh, my God. Ilya Calderon. Uh, Univision. I mean, are you shitting me? Are you? Ilia Calderon, brown lady, Mexican, brown, so you're fucking Telemundo, like what, Stuart, what are you doing, you finished the name already, you said it right, just stop there, what What other words was he adding, what other fucking name was he at? it was like you hit it dude, Ilia Calderon, you said it, and then you had like wanted to add extra letters, like you were saying banana or something. Stuart Varney of Fox Business, and I am thrilled to be
6: sitting alongside my co moderators, Fox News Channel Dana Perino and Ilya Calderon,
1: Univision. Univision. Fucking absolutely amazing. Good job, Fox. What could go wrong when you get some fucking limey piece of shit from across the pond? to show up and debate and moderate an American fucking political debate alongside some token white lady and fucking Univision lady. Really? Anybody surprised by this? I mean, are you shitting me? (laughs) Yes, chat, Say Podway, that's right. Stuart fucking Varney. God. Can we just stop letting fucking foreigners Take hold of pivotal moments in American-like history. I'm serious. I'm fucking tired of it. I don't want to listen to some cunt with a British accent fucking moderate an American political debate. Does Fox even think about this shit? I just don't want to hear it. I don't give a fuck who you put up there as long as it's an American. Stuart fucking Vardy is British. He's always going to be British. I don't give a shit if he's been an American citizen for I don't care how long. He ain't the fuck, he ain't American. I don't care who you put up there. I don't care what their color is. I don't give a fuck which part of the country they're from. All I care about is that they came from America and they get the job. I don't give a shit who it is. I don't even care if it's an Indian American that was born in fucking Colorado. I don't give a shit. Fine. What I don't want is a guy who spent the first half of his fucking life living in the UK. He's from the UK showing up and then he fucks the whole thing up let's watch that lady's face her face is pretty epic i like when someone fucks up your face or fucks up your name and then you watch their face to see how they handle it she's like i hate him right now this is my big moment Stuart varney of fox business and i am thrilled to be sitting alongside my co-moderators fox news
6: channel dana perino and Ilya calderon Cal- uh, uh, uh univision
3: good, good evening, evening fucking horrible
1: horrible yep and that's pretty much exactly how the debate was going to start and uh how the debate was going to go it was awful meanwhile Donald Trump walked into the room with a whole bunch of auto workers and this was the response So it was slightly more smooth than Stuart Varney, like a little bit, like they're kind of, they were pretty similar, right? As far as like setting the tone for the evening, right? There was Stuart Varney and a little teetsy-reetsy fuck up, the co-host lady. Uh, Univision. And President Donald J. Trump saunters into a fucking factory full of workers who are losing their shit while beautiful music plays in the back maybe slightly yeah there was another five to ten thousand people standing outside to see Trump they were like okay we only have x amount of room inside this building everyone else is outside and listening it was amazing it really was it was it was incredible and as Trump entered the building so did Rod DeSantis of Florida I don't think anybody had a worse debate performance last night than Rod. He was horrendous and it started early. Thankfully for you, we, the Dilly community, the Dilly 300 and the Dilly meme team had an insider there at the debate, somebody who you all know and love. And she began sending me pictures like this one. Now Rod DeSantis was boots on the ground at the debate. And you might, at first glance, you might think, okay, big deal. What's the problem with where, what, with what Rod is wearing and how he's wearing it? Well, if you observe this picture and we slightly zoom in, you begin to realize something isn't right. Let's start there, okay? Let's start here first. <laughs> okay. Now we've always wondered the fuck is going on with this guy's feet? All right. This photo was amazing. Rod DeSantis. I don't know what's going on with his boots. There is something very strange happening. Alex Jones says that DeSantis has four-inch uh, feet that are like mutant feet, and he uses the boots to hide that. I don't know if he's got a hoove, okay? I believe he's on stilts, okay? I think that Rod's feet actually start up where that thing is bowing out on the side. I think that's where his feet are. I think he's standing on stilts. I think I my... Look, my official position is, is that Ron DeSantis is four foot six. Okay, that's my official position. That's I'm not. I'm making it known now. I think he's four foot six, and I believe he's standing on stilts that are mechanically operated by his wife Casey in the back. She uses a, t- a double joystick to sort of move him around the debate stage while also uh, helping him to you know walk correctly. This is now. This is the hard hitting uh, debate breakdown you were looking for. But listen, we could talk about what he said right away, but let's not. Let's focus on this because something strange is going on. Also, the toes on his boots—they um, point up towards the sky like some kind of uh, woman's fucking heel that's like pointy. I'm not sure what's happening. I just—I do—I've—I've I've abandoned the idea that the man is five foot nine and wears three inch lifts. I have, a, instead, after much deliberation and scientific research, decided. He is four foot six and he has a foot worth of stilts inside of his boots. The fuck is this guy doing? Phantom is parroting the now Alex Jones theory that seems like it's getting more and more traction by the day, which is he has tiny four inch flipper feet. I don't know what's happening here. Maybe maybe he's actually standing on Casey DeSantis's shoulders. That's another option. That she's inside of his pants, like, holding him up. And he's like, hey, everybody. I'm Ron DeSantis. And Casey's, like, talking out of his zipper, like, fucking, don't say that, Ron. And they're, like, walking, and he's sitting on her shoulders. Is that possible? Have all these years, has Casey DeSantis been inside of Ron's pants? Operating him like a fucking, some kind of a puppet. Like, like the little rascals trying to sneak into a theater. (laughs) Is that what's... (laughs) I think I might know what's happening. Casey DeSantis is inside those pants, holding on to her husband's legs. Maybe? I don't know. I've got I've got I've got questions. It gets worse, by the way. That's just the fucking beginning. Alright. <clears throat> Enough of that. Serious time. Let's listen to what President Trump had to say at the very beginning of his speech about Biden.
4: A vote for Crooked Joe. Means the future of the auto industry will be made in China. That's what's going to be. That's where they're made. My pledge to every automaker is this a vote for President Trump means the future of the automobile will be made in America, where it should
6: be. Yeah. Made.
4: by American energy, it will be sourced by American suppliers, it will be sculpted from American iron, aluminum, and steel, and it will be built by highly skilled American hands and high-wage American labor. That's what's going to happen. It's going to happen. We'll do it first day in office. First day in office. It'll be signed out first day in office. What they're doing to our country is horrible. What they're doing to The auto workers of this country just doesn't make sense. I saved uh, American auto manufacturing, you know that, in my first term. And I'll save it again. We did great. We did everything to keep those jobs going. We'll save it again in our second term. Unfortunately, that's what we had to do because things happened during the election that you know about. Happened right here in this state also. And we will make it bigger, better, and stronger than ever before. That's what we're going to do. But we, we want to talk about it, but we talk, and we keep talking, but we don't want to talk too much. But before we do talk about the current UAW strike that we've been hearing about, and uh, I see people really with mixed emotions because you're striking for wages, but you know your job's only going to be here for two years or three years if you're lucky.
1: Jesus Christ, Trump. <laughs> Dude listen to me I, I love President Trump and'm I'm, and I'm not ever critical of him. I'm not ever critical of him and this is not a critique but maybe we could work on your bedside manner <laughs> look you can take this medicine but you're not gonna be here in a year anyway. I mean what's the point you might as well just enjoy yourself listen bro. <laughs> it's, there's a reason that Donnie J is not delivering you the news about your fucking prospects on the terminal illness. <laughs> he was like, oh, "You could you could uh, you know, you're negotiating this, but jobs aren't going to be here in about a year anyway." <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I was just uh, cuz you're the audience, the energy. They're like, "Trump, he's like going to get you jobs. He gets you your wages." And I understand you're you're striking. Yeah, I support you. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you're gonna not have a job in a year and a half anyway. Wait, wait, what? What the fuck did you just say to me? Did Donald just? Did Donald Trump just tell me? <laughs> oh, dude, his bedside manner was fucking funny. I I feel like <sighs> this one of the, this one of the caveats I think of <coughs> being an ultra ultra honest person is you sometimes aren't the best choice to deliver bad news to people because everything is just matter of fact. You know, for him, he's like, well, yeah, you're you're not gonna, you're not gonna have a job in two years. You're gonna strike now, you're gonna get maybe like 14 or 15 months worth of paychecks, then you're done anyway. It's not that he's lying. He's telling the total truth. He's like, it's just funny because you could, you could feel the audience go, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, oh, I love Trump, dude. I fucking love him. I love him for that right there. That, that level of honesty, it's sort of like, he knows he's playing with house money. So all of the decorating and the fluffing is like gone. He didn't got time for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't got time to be like, listen, guys, we have to have a serious conversation because this could be a little awkward. He's just straight into it. He's like, yeah, you're striking. You're going to get maybe 15 months of higher wages and then you're permanently out of business. I'm sorry, what? He's like, hey, happy to be here. Oh my God, Trump. I love him, dude. I love that. He did that three more times. That was the first one. Meanwhile, DeSantis. He finally got to give an answer at the debate. Took a little while to get going, but when he did, he didn't disappoint.
5: In disorder.
1: Oi! Oh. He was so proud of We're these not gonna answers. Let him
5: get away with it there
1: you more. go. Keep going, we'll DeSantis. This decline. We need to choose law and order rioting
5: and disorder we need to choose law and order over rioting and disorder
1: hold up hold up hold up hold up bro this motherfucker was so excited about this answer i'm gonna crank the
5: volume dude (sighs) We're not going to let them get away with it anymore. We want to reverse this country's decline. We need to choose law and order over rioting and disorder. We need to choose law and order over rioting and disorder. Come on, ladies. You don't want that? Huh?
1: Who wants some of that rundamint, babe? Little male? Hmm? Holy fuck, dude. Okay Ron, give your answer. Smile to the people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kidding me? Hey baby, you want some Yeah. <laughs> you wanna play hide the salami? <laughs> His fucking face, dude. I can't with this guy. Hold on, okay. I'm done with that clip kind of almost. One more time. I gotta delete it after this or I'll keep playing it. We're not
5: gonna let him get away with it anymore. We wanna reverse this country's decline. We need to choose law and order over rioting and disorder. Give it to us, Ron. We need to choose law and order over rioting and disorder. One more time. Uh, Uh
1: uh. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Who's your governor? I'm your governor. Want to be president? Yeah, I do. Fuck! La da 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 <laughs> <laughs> a
3: couple days ago, I went through a coffee drive through and the girl handing me my coffee was so sweet. She was like, ugh, oh, your skin is amazing. It's absolutely glowing. She said, glowing. Do you mind if I ask you your skincare? Of course, I told her about K-Leaf but here's what I told her. They have a new Kaylee Just Lolo Butter, which is of course my personal favorite, Just Lolo Orange Blossom. But one thing that this one does that's a little unique from the other ones, the Orange Blossom one is really brightening and firming, which is a game changer, and this stuff, Aside from working like an absolute miracle, it smells divine. I would grab this one while you can. Uh, If she discontinues this one, she and I are gonna have problems because this is my fountain of youth now.
1: (laughs) That's right, Kaylee.com. I have confirmed that the Orange Blossom Just Lolo is in fact limited time. And yes, my wife is a smoke show, and everybody knows it. An absolute smoke show. And uh, she does that shit all naturel. Plays no games. The wife doesn't. No, no, no. That is nothing but God's gift to me, combined with some uh, Orange Blossom Just Lolo. No filters. No editing. No modifying, just good old Randy. But I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, the orange blossom is not going to be here forever. Now, there is something else coming after this, it's pretty cool. But but I'm telling you, this one is the one that all the ladies are raving about it. It's all the rage in the K community. And we love, we love Kaylee. Lisa and John are wonderful people. Who make wonderful products. And uh, you guys got to check them out. Orange Blossom. Just Lolo. Limited time only. Get it today at KLeave.com. Our other sponsor of the day has been a lifesaver to me. The ThePetLoversCandle.com. ThePetLoversCandle.com has uh, actually reduced my uh, workload around the house by as much as 40%. Now listen to me. That sounds crazy, right? How could a pet candle reduce your effort around the house as a man? Because it makes it feel and smell like you cleaned more than you actually did. Now I'm not probably the best person to do cleaning stuff because I'm fucking busy and I don't have time for that shit. But occasionally I do get out there and start tidying up for the wife, okay? When she was out of town, I said, children, We must work to make sure this residence appears as if, uh, you know, fucking humans live here, not animals. Because we've been working and playing nonstop and uh, and we we started tidying up. But really, the kids did a lot of work. But what I did was I lit a candle and it just seemed clean, okay? The damn thing works that good. It's the craziest shit. And it's not one of those candles that covers up smells where you're like, hey, I kind of smell shit still. It's an actual candle that that eliminates smells. It's like totally different. It gets rid of actual smells. Like it kills them. It's like the AR-15 of candles, okay? It just, you open that lid, you light the motherfucker, and it starts just destroying disgusting scents, okay? It's just, it absolutely unloads. And then what happens is when your wife comes home, she's like, oh my God, the house looks great. And I'm like, it does? And she's like, it does. And I'm like, great, let's go to bed. And then, um, and that's kind of how you do it. So this is my advice to all of you who own pets and you don't want people to think you fucking live in a, a farm or a barn or a menagerie or a, some other type of chicken coop or perhaps a, you know, a pasture. The best way to make sure nobody thinks you're, you're a nasty, stinky person is is to get these candles and you light them and then it gets rid of all the gross animal smells and everybody thinks you just finished cleaning your house. It's awesome. The petloverscandle.com promo code dilly is going to get you 15% off. That's promo code, excuse me, promo code dilly15 is going to get you 15% off. That's promo code dilly15 for 15% off. You got to check out the patriotic pride candle. It's one of my favorites. The petloverscandle.com. Without any further ado, Randy's booty. Let's do- The best is yet to come. (laughs) Buy these candles. Is that how? I got to try to do it like DeSantis does it. I don't know how to do that. How do you convey being retarded but also super proud of what you just said in a sneaky lying way? Now smile like a human would, Ron. No, like you're trying to seduce the camera. No, like you just said a really good thing, you're seducing the camera and got away with farting. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you I don't know how you do it. Also, shout out to Rumble for hitting well over 2,000 viewers and then dropping repeatedly until you got the numbers back down. Really appreciate it, fellas. Also, Appreciate you sending out the notification to all my fucking fans uh, 45 minutes into the broadcast. Super professional, A plus, really great. This is why you don't have shit built in Canada. I don't even know what to tell you guys. If you want something built correctly, don't have them build it in fucking Canada, okay? If you want something built correctly, don't ask a bunch of fucking Canadians to build it because it ain't going to get done correctly. I'm just telling you. Like, oh, fuck, oh, well, you've only been around for almost four or five years. I mean, working out some of the kinks early on, right? It's like massive numbers, they're climbing. Ah, whole thing craters. Oh, sorry, I guess you don't have any fans today. Fucking awesome. I don't know. I Every time, every fucking time. But you know who always delivers? Donald John Trump. And you know what he did last night? Just that, he delivered.
4: To the welders, assembly line workers, machine operators, forklift drivers, pipe fitters, tool and die makers, mechanics, electricians, technicians, and journeymen, we love being with you and we love being with you right in your environment. You built this country, you love this country, and you are the ones that make our country run. You know
1: that, right? hey man see powerful inspirational absolutely incredible let's see if desantis can match that energy here we go
5: ron when they send me a bloating spending bill that's going to cause your prices to go up i'm going to take out this veto pen and i'm going to send it right back to them Ilya, you mentioned me you question i just want to
1: not again why is he like this <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy what's i mean the more i see a DeSantis, santas the more i realize how powerful B- donald john trump's endorsement is like trump actually got this fucking idiot not only elected He's so powerful, people thought he was good at his job. Trump's like, ah, he's doing a great job. You're like, should I check into that? Nah, fuck it, I'll check it later. I know Trump, He's maybe he's doing a good job. Why is he like that? Miguelifornia absolutely loves
5: filming this idiot, by the way. When they send me a bloating spending bill that's going to cause your prices to go up, I'm going to take out this veto pen and I'm going to send it right back to them. Ilya, you, mentioned right. me, you a question. I just wanna...
1: There's no sincerity. I, I don't believe anything he says. He has the worst fucking body language of anybody I've ever seen in television. That... I'm out, I'm out. Dude's fucking weird. I don't even know what to say to that. The thing that's crazy is they're trying to convince you that Donald Trump's afraid to debate that. His entire team of merry retards are trying to convince all of you, the voters and MAGA, that the reason Trump doesn't go to the debate is because of that guy that the, they think that that fucking idiot is such a scary and effective debate person that that's why Trump doesn't go. Okay, you just heard from the meatball again, Trump. I would then go to every foreign country where
4: we're paying billions and billions of dollars for their military defense as I was doing before. And tell them that if they do not massively increase their purchases of Ford, Chevys, GMs, and Jeeps, our troops are packing up and we're coming home. You gotta buy our products. You gotta buy our products. And that's gonna be the least of them.
1: Okay, please consider what he just said. I'm gonna go to foreign nations who are not putting in their fair share on defense spending. And I'm gonna tell them we're pulling out entirely, which means you're gonna be a sitting duck and it'll be totally fucked unless you start purchasing vehicles and American manufactured items. Can we all just appreciate President Trump essentially telling these foreign leaders, you're going to choose between safety and sovereignty or buying America fucking made products? Because you're not going to get any safety or any sovereignty if you don't buy from me. I'm leaving, I'm going to let China buttfuck you. He just told them, good luck defending yourself if Russia decides to get moving again. What a fucking statement. Every butthole in Europe puckered when they heard this. They were like, wait, what? All those sitting ducks in fucking France and Germany. Huh, uh, I'm sorry, what? Like, yeah, here's what's going to happen, assholes. You better start buying all of our American shit and we'll ship it to you and then we'll choose to continue to s- protect your sorry asses or fuck you, you're a sitting duck. <laughs> I love Trump. Don't worry, DeSantis had high energy in this one as well. And he was doing something kind of weird that Mike picked up on. Appreciate my California filming this.
4: believe that if you want to prevent a war, you better be prepared to fight one. Today, the Republican Party is at odds over aid to Ukraine
1: going well ron fuck dude the teeth grinding is drugs right is that what that is is that is that drugs is that why people do that Is that drugs? I don't. I don't do drugs, so I have no fucking idea. And I, and I fucking absolutely do not grind my teeth. I don't like that. I, uh, is that drugs? Cocaine. Everybody's saying, like, my entire audience is like, it's either coke or meth or some type of stimulant. So one person said anxiety because they're giving him the benefit of the doubt. Everyone else thinks it's coke. If we take the teeth grinding and we combine it with the constant nose fucking weird shit, I mean, what do we got? Adderall? Could be an Adderall. Maybe. Maybe. Brutal, dude. Brutal. And again, we're going to go back to President Trump. The speech was incredible. The statements being made and the promises being made are going to change the country permanently for the better. But crooked Joe Biden is back
4: like a wretched old vulture trying to finish off his prey. Can you believe it? I don't know. I just don't know. You know, I see some of these things that are happening. I, say, I wonder if he has any idea that, that this stuff is happening. Biden's job-killing EV mandate has dictated that nearly 70% of all cars sold in the United States must be fully electric less than 10 years from now. Do you believe that?
1: There you go. There you go. Wretched old vulture. Back to finish off his prey. <laughs> Oof. That's, uh, that's just the beginning of his attacks on Biden. We'll get to those. But first let's check in on the Republican debate. It was going on while President Trump was giving this incredible speech.
5: On both sides, Gentlemen, you'll have your turn. One of the challenges we should have. is we please have focus move. on I, the I issues that matter between the business in China? May, Everybody knows that. If I may if Let's I us focus on holding if, Joe if Biden accountable. That's I, what we need to be focusing on. I actually agree with Ron DeSantis. When everybody's
3: speaking at the same time, I, no one can understand him. Exactly.
1: Uh-huh. He is a shrill, shrill little man. You can't tell me any of these people are likable. I'm actually stunned, and and I think it's wearing off finally. I'm still legitimately stunned by by MAGA. Not that you could occasionally agree with Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm stunned that any of you like that unlikable fucking sleaze. Like, I I had people go, oh, he he seems like a fucking slithering dickwad. Like, that guy is... He makes my fucking skin crawl more than DeSantis because at least DeSantis is an obvious idiot. Vivek, you can tell, is a fucking sleaze who actually has an IQ over 90. I don't know where you guys, a lot of people had this idea that Vivek was legit. I'm like, dude, no, he's not. No, he's fucking not. And and forget all of his other foreign ties, his past as a Democrat, his soro shit. I don't know how anybody can't pick up on the fact that he's a fucking massive sleaze the moment his mouth starts moving, he's completely disingenuous. It's it's like super obvious. Anyway, that was the debate. I mean, they're fucking screaming at each other. They're arguing. DeSantis is whining when he's trying to make his point. Can we? just? Can we? Can we? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Rod. All right. Back to Donald Trump, who everybody loves because he's smart and makes smart statements and fucking... Uh, identifies legitimate problems and talks about solving them.
4: Because under Biden's mandate, the entire car industry will be packed up and shipped to China, which controls over 80% of the supply chain for electric vehicle batteries. They control the whole thing. So they think close to 100% of the business will be gone. Every time Joe Biden and the UAW's political leadership talk about a fair transition to all electric cars, American labor will be under siege it's not going to work for you it can't work and i learned a lot today with this great family i tell you they said you know it just won't work they don't need anything that you have right here in michigan and they have beautiful product there's no such thing as a fair transition to the end of your way of life you're going to lose your beautiful way of life for auto workers, Biden's forced transition is a transition to hell. It's a transition to hell. It's a transition to unemployment and to inflation without end. The inflation that you have now, we didn't have inflation. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country. You know that because you, you went four years like you've never had in your history, in the history of Michigan. To the striking workers, I support you and your goal of fair wages and greater stability, and I truly hope you get a fair deal for yourselves and your families. But if your union leaders will not demand that Crooked Joe repeal his electric vehicle mandate immediately, then it doesn't matter Oof. what hourly words you get. It just doesn't make a damn bit of difference, because Oof. in two to three years, you will not have one job in this state. Fuck!
1: it's gonna make one damn bit of difference you're not gonna have one job in this state fuck like i said dude the like it's a it's like thousands of people in a room yeah you could strike all you want for higher wages you're not gonna have a job in this entire state fuck dude fuck i mean that is so that is It's about as he could not have been more honest and direct about what they're facing. And I love that he's done dressing up shit for people like, hey, you're either smart enough to follow the bouncing ball at this point or you're fucked. So I don't matter. Strike all you want. Take as many days as you need. If your union leaders push you into voting for Biden, you're all gone anyway. He's 100% correct. Fuck, I love it, dude. Trump, yeah, keep doing that. That's exactly what you just keep doing. That was really people went home and were like, how was Trump? He was awesome. He told me I was gonna be unemployed in a year and a half if my boss doesn't change his fucking Meanwhile, Republican debate. It did start to get a little spicy and a little exciting. Check it out.
2: Thank you.
1: Done and we <laughs> <final> <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> why is tim scott there why is mike pence there why is chris christie there i don't even know who that other guy is on the end who the fuck is that guy on the end i know one of them is pence but who's the other guy did someone sneak on the stage Thank you, maggot, devil, dog. So I, I appreciate the uh, angle on this. Who's the guy? Is that a person on the end of the stage? Is he a moderator or a helper? Is that is that Chris Christie's helper? He brings the food. Someone just wrote the word Bergam. Like I should know what that means. What's a Burgum? Oh, they let actor Eugene Levy on the stage. That's cool. He's so funny when he plays a dad is that what he's doing that's cool was he there for comedic relief eugene eugene levy he's so funny as a father on a lot of these funny shows okay that's cool i actually didn't know that at least they're trying some things outside the box you bring eugene levy up there and put him next to chris christie i get it it's funny it's ironic What's a Burgum? A Burgum of Dakota? There's only one Dakota now. It's South Dakota, and it's only because they have an attractive governor. I don't know what, what a Burgum is. What's a Burgum? That's North Dakota's governor? Huh. Wasn't that funny? How quaint. I think, I like it better when we thought it was Eugene Levy. Let's stick with that. I like that one better. Hey, President Trump, how how corrupt is Joe Biden? The only time Joe Biden has ever gotten
4: his hands dirty is when he's taking cash from foreign countries, which is oh, quite often. Oh, shit! Quite often. Based on what we're seeing, it's much more often than anyone would have thought. But can you imagine an unannounced raid on his many homes? He would have made Senator Menendez look like a baby. Just like a baby. Can you imagine? You know, they gave him three weeks' notice. You know, they said, we're going to raid your home over documents. They gave him... Three weeks. Would three weeks be enough? So I can imagine. I'd like to see what he cleaned out of there. Joe Biden only cares about enriching his own family. I care about enriching your family. That's why I did this. That's why I did it.
1: The only time Joe Biden gets his hands dirty is when he's selling out America. Holy shit, Trump. Holy shit, dude.
2: <laughs>
1: oh fuck. <laughs> that was the that was the line of the night. Like this motherfucker's never worked a day in his life. Only time his hands get dirty is when he's selling out your country. Trump, how crooked How crooked is Joe Biden again, President Trump? What'd you just say? The only time Joe
4: Biden has ever gotten his hands dirty is when he's taking cash from foreign countries, which is quite often, actually. It's quite often. Based on what we're seeing, it's much more often than anyone would have thought.
1: Damn, that's a scorcher. It's going to leave a mark. It hurts. Now, you know what? The Republican debate did start picking up, though. Eventually, other people on that dais started delivering their lines one of the lines of the night came from fat fuck chris christie
6: and i want to look at that camera right now and tell you donald i know you're watching you can't
5: help yourself shut the fuck up fat man this ain't none of your goddamn business
1: yes exactly that chris christie is so obsessed with trump he's so unhinged and it's so bizarre you'd swear he was like one of these fucking characters from wrestling His threats are the most empty, mindless shit. I I don't, how did he, who's helping him? Is he a one-man campaign? Like, does somebody actually help Chris Christie aside from the person who ties his shoes for him? It feels like he just doesn't have a staff. Like, it's him and then it's his wife who's constantly telling him you shouldn't be doing this. Maybe one kid that's still trying to get dad's approval. And then whoever the fuck that is that ties his shoes. I just don't know, like, who is involved where this guy's like, here comes a singer. You thought you could brand Donald Trump as Donald Duck? You thought that that wasn't a stick? Like, that was funny? You and all your boomer fag friends were like, that's really funny because he's ducking the debate. And then you squeezed in each other's mouths. I mean, are you shitting me? I fucking hate people like this. If you get in front of a fucking country, the entire country or at least 12 million of it or 10 million or however many were dumb enough to tune in like me and you get up there and your biggest fucking joke is some stupid fucking pun about Donald Duck and you get up there and you're, you know what I, and I've said this before. I fucking hate clever people. Like you're inherently annoying as shit. And Chris Christie thinks he's clever. And I fucking hate that. Americans hate it too. Oh, that was clever. Yeah, that worked in debates in 1943. No one fucking appreciates it now. It's annoying. Why? You might as well have showed up with a fucking broom and been like, we're going to sweep Trump right out of the election. Like, I fucking hate clever people. It's so annoying. It's like, dude, I came up with a thing and then they just keep repeating it to you over and over. And that fat fuck was probably saying that line into his mirror over and over while they're tying his shoes. He's like, hey, hey Don, I know you are, Clever fucking people. <laughs> Ramble, Ramble says that Laura Ingram wrote that joke for him.
5: Oh my God.
1: Oh, fuck. I'm gonna play that clip again only because I like the part where they tell him to shut the fuck up.
6: And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching.
5: You can't help yourself. Shut the fuck up fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business.
4: Yesterday, Joe Biden came to Michigan to pose for photos at the picket line but it's his policies that send Michigan auto workers to the unemployment line. He only came after I announced that I would be here. You know, he announced quite a bit later. Spoke for a few seconds. Did you notice he spoke for what, a few seconds? And he had absolutely no idea what he was saying. He didn't know where he was. He didn't know where he was. He didn't know what he was saying. Where am I? He's saying, where am I? Oh, you're in Michigan. Oh, that's great. What are they doing in Michigan? They grow weed in Michigan, he said. They, don't they grow weed? No, That's, that's Iowa and other places.
1: <laughs> they, grow <weed. laughs> they grow weed in Michigan. Fucking Trump. <clears throat> oh, my God. He's got me hacking, laughing at this shit. Trump I, what do you even say about this guy he 's not a politician he's just an incredible businessman with a great sense of humor Chris Christie wasn 't done talking
5: Stewart they're
1: all connected
6: the Chinese are paying for the Russian war in Ukraine the Iranians are supplying more sophisticated weapons and so are the North Koreans now as well with the encouragement of the Chinese the naivete on this stage from some of these folks is extraordinary Look, I understand
1: people want to go and talk to Putin. Guess what? So did George W. Bush. Yeah. So, Phantom, thank you for capturing that. Look, I appreciate that Chris Christie's stomach has fucking strong opinions on foreign policy, right? Well, that was disgusting. That was disgusting. Can you imagine? I just had a really gross thought. Imagine you... Imagine you went into a restroom after he was done on accident. Like, you didn't know. Like, Chris Christie just exited and you didn't see it. You had your back turned. You're like, yeah, fellas, I'll be right back. And you don't see him exit out of the fucking Porta John or whatever. No, I'll just be a minute. i will be quick. You might not survive. You're done. Done. Fucking. Fucking, that smell's going to hit your face. Out. Done. Done. Down you go. Thank you for that, Phantom Shadow. (laughs) President Trump wasn't done dunking on Joe Biden. Why would he be?
4: Biden's mandate isn't a government regulation. It's a government assassination of your jobs and of your industry. The auto industry is being assassinated. And it makes no difference what you get. I don't care what you get in the next two weeks or three weeks or five weeks. They're going to be closing up, and they're going to be building those cars in China and other places. It's a hit job on Michigan and on Detroit, and that's not sustainable. uh, These numbers are not sustainable. No company can afford to lose $60,000 a car, and it's going to be more than that.
1: God damn, Trump. I told you he was beating him over the head with his line. I don't care what you get. I don't care what you get in the next few weeks. Relentless. President Trump was relentless. Fuck. All right. There's a video that was going around last night of pretty, really, really Ronnie. And it went really well. And look, he's on a debate stage. He wants to look good, okay? We already know his boots look like shit. But he wanted to look good. And unfortunately for him... That moment was captured and went mega viral on the interwebs while he was trying to do a super serious debate. Poor, poor Rod DeSantis. Oh my God, put your face out there, Ronnie. Oh, that's a good boy. There you go. There you go. Oh, he's so handsome. Did anybody tell Nikki Haley she's allowed to look like a humanoid? Maybe blink? No, we're not blinking? Just staring off into the crowd. Okay, that's fine. He fucking loves the makeup. He loves the makeup. Did you see that shit? He loves that. He's like, oh, this feels good on my face. Even though it feels wait, that's the raw footage. Where's my Leah fucking footage? Leah had even better footage of this. I think I didn't even grab it. Let me let me see if I can find it. There was even better footage. That's the raw footage. I think I thought I had a duplicate and I accidentally deleted it. Let me see. Hold on. I, I had other footage of this that was even worse. I just realized I accidentally deleted one of my clips. Where's my clip? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait till you guys see what Nikki Haley does to that poor bastard later. She fucking yelled at him. She yelled at him like a monster. It was a total bully move. Uh, is this it? It's not looking good out there. Oh, yeah, there it is. Found it. Lauren Eve had sent it to me, and I think I thought it was a duplicate. Hang on, everybody. I got better footage of this. Leah got the actual audio that went with it. So instead of me making jokes, you guys can actually hear the real conversation being had. It was glorious. Because Rod is a weird one. Hey, wait a minute. Where'd he go? Hold, please. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Found it. Ah, there it is. That's that's the clip. Yeah, I got it right there. You you guys just keep enjoying this uh, view of Nikki Haley and Rod DeSantis. Here's the one with the audio. This thing turned out great.
2: Yeah, hey, Ron.
0: Um, They told me to come out here and wipe off your sweat and your bookers. so just (laughs) hold on still because it's not looking good out there. Yeah, so hold on and I just got one.
1: A little bit under your eye and one last swipe under your nose. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah, okay. I like the way Leah says boogers. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Ron, yes. They want me to help you with your boogers.
5: <laughs> oh,
1: fuck. I can't. President
4: Trump. Yes, it's true. Today's radical Democrat Party wants to legalize drugs, shoplifting, and sexual mutilation of your children, but they want to allow your gas-powered Suburban Silverados and Ford F-150s to die. They can die. Under a Trump administration, gasoline engines will be allowed. And sex changes for children will be banned. Is that okay?
1: He was hitting on all cylinders. Nothing was going to be off limits last night. President Trump was like, yep, I'm going to deal with this, this. And by the way, sex changes for kids, we're not doing that shit no more either. Thank God. Thank God. All right, this next clip. I don't even know if I should... I feel like I should introduce this clip because it's one of the most brutal clips I've ever seen. Because the hatred is super real. I'm actually gonna preemptively play an intro to this clip. You ready?
2: What you don't need is a president who is against energy independence. Ron DeSantis is against fracking. He's against drilling. He's been against. You did it. Every. He always talks about what happens on day one. You better watch out because what happens on day two is when you're in trouble. Day two in Florida, you banned fracking. You banned <laughs> offshore true. drilling. You did true. it on federal lands, and you took green subsidies that you didn't have to take. That's Governor true. DeSantis, you were mentioned. You had the right to respond
5: two. thirty seconds. Yeah.
2: Yee, yee,
1: yee. Holy shit. Uh Dude, um DeSantis is not equipped for this. This is <laughs> hold the fucking dude. The fucking awkward laughter and his body language is horrendous. I Can we Hold on, I gotta like, I gotta see if I can zoom it. I'm going to try to zoom this thing in. That is fucking brutal. Hold on, here we go. What
2: you don't need is a president who is against energy independence. Ron DeSantis is against fracking. He's against drilling. He's been against. You did it. Every. He always talks about what. What you don't need is a president who is Come against on, Ron. energy independence. Come Ron into the frame. He's against fracking. He's against drilling. He's been against. You did it. Every. He always talks about what happens on day oh What my you God. don't need is a president who is oh against energy independence. Ron DeSantis is against. This is fracking. So bad. He's against drilling. He's been against you did it every he always talks about what happens on day one You better watch out because what happens on day two is when you're in trouble day two in Florida You banned fracking you banned <laughs> offshore true. drilling You did true. it on federal lands and you took green subsidies that you didn't have to take That's Governor the you were it mentioned you had the right day to respond two.
5: 30 seconds.
1: Yeah Holy fuck dude Oh my god, oh my god Oh my god. What DeSantis made the mistake here, and this is the problem. Rod DeSantis did not establish a safe word with Nikki Haley prior to the debate. That's the problem. What you have here, this is awkward. You know, sometimes you get into the fucking you get into the groove, your dominatrix is doing her thing, you forget your fucking safe word is Oklahoma or Twinkie, and you're into it, and you're like, oh shit, stop it. She's like, fuck you, gotta keep going. No, I'm serious, quit it, I'm laughing. This is actually painful. Please stop, please fucking stop. What's your safe word, bitch? I don't know, I can't remember. I don't fucking know please for the love of god stop it I, my wife my family is watching
2: what you don't need is a president who is against energy independence Ron DeSantis is against fracking he's against drilling oh god, he's ridiculous. been against you did it every he always talks about what happens on day one you better watch out because what happens on day two is when you're oh in trouble god. day two in Florida you banned fracking you banned <laughs> oh offshore my drilling. god you did it on federal lands and you took green subsidies that you didn't have to take That's DeSantis, you were mentioned true. you Look have the
5: right at to respond two.
1: 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, my God. She just bludgeoned him. Oh, my God. this is so awkward. These are all such unlikable people, by the way. Completely unlikable. Totally and completely unlikable. They're just there destroying one another. They don't do anything to Trump. None of this matters to Donald Trump because he's America's president. Everybody knows it. They are just up there knifing the fuck out of each other. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And DeSantis is the only one who's not armed. Everyone else is armed, and he's just like, ow, ow, ow. What are you doing? I'm the best governor in the country. Ow, ow, ow. Fuck. His counterpoints were all dog shit too. He's evading all of it. He evaded even the questions on insurance. He was like, nah, I ain't touching that. Horrendous, horrendous. Trump talking to the auto workers, fired up.
4: All for them, but I will not allow under any circumstances, the American automobile industry to die. I want it to thrive and to thrive
1: like never before. All right, now listen. Trump telling you the straight up truth. All he wants to do is help them be successful. That's his entire sales pitch. I wanna make sure you succeed in life because I care about you. What a simplistic and refreshing statement. Hey, I'm here because I care about your job and I believe I can help your job Make more money and be secured long-term so you can raise a family and enjoy your life. What an incredible, incredible sales pitch. So simple, yet brilliant. I gotta be honest with you guys. The Dilly Meme team, by late in the debate, were getting a little exhausted. It's true. You're gonna notice that as we continue, the quality of the work, I don't wanna say it went down, but they were getting a little bit loopy. For example...
3: Can we please respect the time?
1: Stupid. Bunch of dumbasses going around in circles. Yeah, yeah, stupid. It's like, just a bunch of dumbasses going around in circles. Yeah. My hole. For
2: I am the great cornholio. I need kippy for my bunghole.
1: <laughs> See? Yeah, See? I killed me. Thank you, Brandy. Yes, this is, there was a purveying thought going through the team by this point in the show. They were like, I just can't. Like, this is brutal. Meanwhile, Trump was still gaining momentum. Gaining momentum. They loved him. They loved him. They absolutely loved him. They loved him so much that, what's this? Oh, I don't have an intro or I'd play it right now. Right now, there should be an intro playing for a mystery meme. We've got a mystery meme, everybody. Any guesses? We have any guesses on uh, whose mystery meme that was? Something from the mystery? It's a mystery meme. See, if anybody... they said Hogman. Hogman, do what? He's not due for another meme until Halloween. Hog, no, Halloween, he does a meme. He's good right now. Double Dog will kill you. <laughs> yeah you guys got it you got it you nailed it they knew anytime you see a cute little kid in a meme it's pretty much a dead giveaway it's there's like an 85 percent chance it's a lauren eve meme and that was in fact our mystery memer for that one that is a lauren eve mystery meme and it was super cute that kid was so adorable so adorable all right Now, I know I've been critical of uh, DeSantis today, but all joking aside, forget the boogers, forget the sweat, forget the weird behavior. The absolute worst moment of the entire night was this right here. When discussing inflation, Ron DeSantis looked into the camera and said, and I quote, Donald Trump owes it to you to defend his record where they added $7.8 trillion to the debt. That set the stage for the inflation that we have now. DeSantis went out in front of the entire country and despite inflation being at 1.6% when Trump left office, He went in front of the entire country and blamed Donald Trump for Joe Biden's inflation. And you know what happened? Joe fucking Biden agreed. This is actually more nefarious than you realize. DeSantis just gave the Biden campaign an advertisement for the general election. This is a way more nefarious than you realize. He just cut an ad promo for the general election so that Joe Biden can take it and essentially quote it over and over and over again. And this is probably the most nefarious thing that happened last night. Was him lying and misleading the public about the rate of inflation when Donald Trump left office. The $7.8 point uh, eight trillion in debt, he's exaggerating as well. And the reason he doesn't understand, he doesn't understand basic economics. He doesn't understand that debt is only one part of the equation when discussing inflation. Donald Trump's cash flow was over the fucking top which is why he could afford to borrow because his inflation rate was one fucking percent because his cash flow was like nothing this country has ever seen DeSantis doesn't understand money he doesn't understand economics he doesn't understand business But what he does understand is that his role is to soften Donald Trump against Joe Biden. Ron DeSantis is nothing more than a fucking uniparty shill. He's a uniparty shill who gave the Democrats a free commercial last night to try and stop Trump. Period. This is where we we go from being, I'm not for DeSantis, I'm for Trump, to being, I fucking hate Ron DeSantis, and I'm for Trump. When you actually understand what this fucker is doing, and you watch this behavior, he becomes impossible to defend. You can't support this. Because he's not selling out Donald Trump with a statement like that. He's selling you out. He's selling Floridians out. This is not about, oh, it's going to, he's going to try and hurt Trump just to to be an asshole. He's essentially saying, I can't beat Donald Trump as the nominee, so I'm going to make sure that Joe Biden continues and has ammo against Trump. He's fucking over the American public. He's fucking over the American public. And this is why, There were some things that happened last night online where the battle lines are drawn. Loyalty matters. And anybody attempting to prematurely side with or befriend Team DeSantis, you're done as far as I'm concerned. I want nothing to do with you. Integrity matters. Loyalty matters. This is not a normal election. This is war. And the fate of the world literally rests on this election. What happens next is either the fall of the United States of America or the fall of corruption globally. And there is no in between. And so anybody with the toast bullshit behavior of sucking off their opponent for the sake of a general election uh, unification is not your friend and either doesn't understand the stakes of what's going on or is nefarious as fuck in pretending they don't get it. Either way, nah, bruh, not ever going to, I will never welcome DeSantis influencers back on the Trump train ever. I'll say thanks for your vote, but there's no fucking way you'll ever see me break breaking bread high-fiving, or getting along with a single one of them. Fuck them all forever. Forever. Even Trump had had enough of the fucking debate last night. Thank God he intervened.
5: Governor Christie, you were kind of late right, to the game yeah. there, but you're right, John. No, no, no look, he's eating look, right now. He what, can't what be... You, by. Look.
4: Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call
1: him... Can you tell she was having fun? Well, then it came time for Trump to leave this incredible event where thousands were outside waiting for him. it was also time to wrap up the debate.
6: You keep doing that? No one up here is gonna call you Donald Trump
1: anymore. We're gonna call you Donald Duck. Fuck. These fucking people. But don't worry. As soon as President Trump left that debate stage, he went on a truthing spree. And it wouldn't be a truthing spree if it didn't include at least a few Dilly Meme Team members. uh, One of which, of course, is Dre Fanzer. Congratulations, Dre Fanzer! I also saw Mags. Uh, it was a little late into the uh, right before the show started, but Mags also had one of his his closers that was used. It was pretty cool. So Dre Dre Fanzer got two uh, truths from President Trump last night, and then Mags got one. Dilly meme team, well representing. So that was pretty awesome. Congratulations, team! It was very cool. Um. I'm about to make you uncomfortable, though, because I'm about to play another clip that was released after the debate, filmed before but after the debate, of Gavin Newsom, and you're about to be uncomfortable because you're going to agree with pretty much everything he's about to say. Not everything, but most, and... What's going to happen to DeSantis when he does what he, he's agreed to do is this is going to go really fucking bad. I don't, I don't know. How, how is this real? Watch. It'll make sense in a second.
6: This week we learned that it's going to happen, a debate between you and Ron DeSantis, November 30th, Fox News Channel, Sean Hannity in Georgia without a crowd, uh, just the two of you. Why are you doing that and what is your strategy? Well, I I don't know if that's the right question. Why is he doing it is the right question. He's running, I think, I'm not sure after tonight, but currently he's running for president of the United States. and you, you think, think he's still going to be a, you think still be a candidate on November 30th? That's an open-ended question. Part of me wonders if, you know, uh, the fact that he took this debate, the fact that he took the bait in relation to this debate, shows that he's completely unqualified to be president of the United States. That's my humble first Why person. is that? You're baiting him with the debate offer? Of course. I mean, why is he debating a guy who's not even running for president when he's running for president? He's showing up at the Reagan Library, hollowed ground, and he puts out an ad today, not for his presidential campaign, to promote a debate against the governor of California? I mean, this guy's distracted. So I don't know that he has it in his heart. I think here's my personal opinion about Ron DeSantis. He regrets running for president. Mm. He made a huge mistake. He listened to his consultants. He bought his own hype. He had this little God-God complex. I mean, look at the ads themselves. Literally, God created. I mean, he bought into all this stuff. And he quickly regretted it, but he stuck. And here's the problem. He had one chance of first impression. He's belly flopped. He's down 30-plus points from where he started. So it's a, it's a terrible situation for him.
1: I've been saying that exact thing since January. Governor Gavin Newsom just literally hit DeSantis square in the fucking chin. He is clearly not qualified to be a president just by even taking a debate with a guy who's not running. Bro, when, when Democrats start showing you your ass that hard, Do you understand how bad Gavin Newsom is about to fuck Ron DeSantis Square in the ass on on October 30th? Gavin even, he's like, I can't even believe he fucking did it. I don't know what this guy's issue is. I don't even think he's gonna be running by this time. Why would he take, he goes, you spent money promoting a debate against a guy that's not even running. Dude, if you're a donor, are you just sitting there feeling like the biggest fucking dipshit? If you're a donor for DeSantis, are you like, wait, why is he taking this debate? Why is he debating a guy that's not running? Wh- why? What's super awkward about this is Gavin Newsom is the ultimate snake oil lying salesman, okay? Total liar. And that is the most honest one and a half minutes you'll ever hear from that guy. He actually, that, the reason it rolled off the tongue so easily for him is because he knows I'm not telling any lies, so I don't even have to be ready for a counter-argument. That, that rolled off the tongue and was easy to take because there's not a sliver of deception in what he just said. He just told you what normally in politics is not allowed to be said by either side about the other. But Gavin Newsom just went, I don't even know why he took this debate. It shows he's not qualified to be president. He's 100% correct. And then the the thing that really should strike you is Newsom's like, you took money for your presidential campaign and spent it on advertising about a debate you're having with a non-candidate. A, a non-candidate, like, him highlighting that. Anybody who's in politics should have heard that and went, and especially the donor class, and went, uh-oh. oh like, I feel like Gavin Newsom might have accidentally or on purpose also killed Jeff Rowe on that right there. I'm playing it again because it's it's that shocking of a statement from a man who's historically a scum, fuck, liar, and we get one minute and 32 seconds of him telling the truth about a a subject.
6: This week we learned that it's going to happen, a debate between you and Ron DeSantis, November 30th, Fox News Channel, Sean Hannity in Georgia without a crowd, uh, just the two of you. Why are you doing that and what is your strategy? Well, I I don't know if that's the right question. Why is he doing it is the right question. He's running, I think. I'm not sure after tonight. But currently he's running for president of the United States. Um, and you, you think he he's still going to be a, can, you think still be a candidate in November 30th? That's an open-ended question. Part of me wonders if, you know, uh, the fact that he took this debate, the fact that he took the bait in relation to this debate, shows that he's completely unqualified to be president of the United States. That's my humble first Why is that? Opinion. You're baiting him with the debate offer? Of course. I mean, why is he debating a guy who's not even running for president when he's running for president? He's showing up at the Reagan Library, hollowed ground, and he puts out an ad today, not for his presidential campaign, to promote a debate against the governor of California? I mean, this guy's distracted, so I don't know that he has it in his heart. I think, here's my personal opinion about Ron DeSantis, he regrets running for president. Mm. He made a huge mistake. He listened to his consultants. He bought his own hype. He had this little God God complex. I mean, look at the ads themselves. Literally, God created. I mean, he bought into all this stuff. And he quickly regretted it, but he stuck. And here's the problem. He had one chance of first impression. He's belly flopped. He's down 30 plus points from where he started. So it's it's a terrible situation for him.
1: So DeSantis has reached rarefied air. And this is what I'm going to tell you guys. This is the truth. DeSantis is actually one of these human beings that is so stupid and so unlikable and so weird. He has the ability to make whoever is arguing with him or attacking him look way smarter and way better than they are and it doesn't matter who you put in front of him he is so atrocious that anybody you put in front of him is going to appear to be fucking a genius i it's not even just that he's not smart it's that he's politically tone deaf He found a way to suck so bad as a candidate that he took donor money, spent it on advertising about a debate against a guy who's not running. Everybody I think is stunned by this, and I don't mean that like in a in an exaggerated way i I think the left and the right are like, this guy is a disaster he he's borderline unifying people by sucking this badly. he's cooked, he's cooked, and this is before. I I don't even, if you thought DeSantis was done in 2028, which I do, I believe he's already cooked. But dude, he's never going to work in politics again after he unnecessarily steps on a debate stage with a much, much more shrewd and cunning politician in Gavin Newsom. The clips of Newsom sodomizing DeSantis, in a month from now, are going to live forever. He's not going to be able to get elected in any other office ever. It's not the same as getting bludgeoned by Republicans on the debate stage. Him getting ass fucked by Gavin Newsom in an unnecessary unnecessary debate is going to live on forever. DeSantis will never be able to evade this. There won't ever be a savior because you're all you're going to do in all any Republican will do in any future debate with DeSantis is say, do you really want to put him up against the Democrat after the way he performed against Gavin Newsom? Oh, it's November 30th is when they're doing it either way. Do you guys understand, like, the footage is going to make him totally unelectable? I can't believe he's doing it. It's, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this guy. The only thing he can do right now is immediately drop out, endorse Donald Trump, fly back to Florida, cancel his debate, and, and then do no media appearances for about seven months. If I was actually hired by Team DeSantis and coaching him for a long-term career, my only advice would be you must drop out today. You must endorse Donald Trump immediately in that statement while you drop out. Fly home to Florida and refuse to do any interviews about your political aspirations beyond governor. Refuse to answer the questions. No more media unless it's to discuss issues in Florida and stay the fuck out of the general election like you have to almost you have to fucking disappear into the backdrop as the governor and let people forget you're even there it's the only thing he can do you have to pull out of that debate with the or with with Newsom immediately cancel it I'm not doing it I'm focused on my state best luck to you even then you're done but at least now you might be able to get a, a fucking a job later it's something So what did the public think of last night's Republican debate? Who was the winner? Trump declared winner of second Republican in debate in the Daily Mail poll. This is the second debate in a row that Donald Trump has been declared the winner and he didn't show up. Donald Trump did not go to the debate and he still beat somebody who was at the debate. Ramaswamy. I mean, just Incredible. DeSantis polling down at 17%. Swamy polling at 26 And a man who wasn't even in attendance at 27%. I don't know how anybody voted for Asa Hutchinson when he wasn't on the stage. And Doug Burgum apparently was there as well. And that is your debate recap. Donald Trump won the debate. He didn't go. DeSantis somehow managed to find a new bottom. <laughs> Chris Christie continued his unhinged, almost wrestling WWE-esque uh, pursuit of Donald Trump. His revenge. Horrendous. Two things happened yesterday that were very bizarre though. Outside of what I just showed you. There were two instances of things happening that made me very confused. Well, actually three, if you count the Gavin Newsom thing. Gavin Newsom said something that we all agreed with, and that was weird. And then, at the same time, Fettertard, I'm not joking. John Fettertard went in front of America and made declarations on stat- and statements about things that, for the most part, we can all agree on. Hell did freeze over yesterday.
5: And let me say, I hope many of our colleagues agree. The Chinese government and other U.S. adversaries should own zero, zero agricultural land in our country. I believe that. I mean, they're taking back our pandas. You know, we should take back all of their their farmland.
1: (laughs) Okay, Fetter (laughs) Tard, listen to me. Listen, all right let's focus on the beginning of your oh my god what why does fetterman do this to me okay now listen god damn it you almost had it there fettertard the farmland fucking opinion was the correct one okay fetterman the <coughs> the farm the farmland statement about china was the correct one okay you got it right You just needed to stop there, all right? Once you added the panda panda thing, I mean...
5: And let me say, I hope many of our colleagues agree the Chinese government and other U.S. adversaries should own zero, zero agricultural land in our country. I believe that. I mean, they're taking back our pandas. You know, we should take back all of their, their farmland. <laughs> just,
1: how, is this, how is this fucking real? Tell me that's not Frank the Tank. Remember in old school Frank the Tank? They did the fucking student debate. And he blacks out and gives the most incredible answer ever and then comes back to him, He's like, what just happened? That was like Fetterman. He's like, wait a minute, the Chinese shouldn't own any farmland. And besides, they're taking our pandas. They want our pan they're taking the pandas, we should take our farmland. And no, this is not code for anything. It's just a retard that really likes pandas and somehow holds the opinion correctly that China shouldn't own our farmland. I, <coughs> I don't know what to say to this. His delivery is fucking awful too, by the way. If you guys ever bump into him, you should just tell him. Just a troll. Film yourself saying to him, hey, I totally agree with you about the farmland and the panda thing you said. I'm a Republican, but I totally agree with what you said about China and the farmland and them taking pandas back. This is horseshit, Fetterman. All right. I got another weird moment in politics yesterday yesterday a tennessee representative on the house uh, steps was on his way to work when some weird little journalist approached him and had a question about whether or not he supported donald trump's suggestion that the government get shut down over the spending bill and here was his response hey, dude,
5: Representative, do you support Trump's call to shut down the government? He has not called me. And I do not, I do not
1: support you wearing black socks with short pants. Jesus, dude. Dude just got absolutely demolished. Fucking demolished. He didn't even have a response, he was like, are you shitting me? He hasn't called me and I do not, I do not support you wearing black socks with short pants. Bro, I am what? Hey, dude, what's up? Representative, do you support
5: <laughs> Trump's call to shut down the government? He has not called me and I do not, I, do not support you wearing black socks with short pants. <laughs> oh, fucking kidding me right now!
1: Dude, got wrecked over his fucking <laughs> outfit. Holy, oh my god, one more time. I'm fucking cranking the volume on that, hold on. Hey, dude, what's up?
5: Representative, do you support <laughs> Trump's call to shut down the government? He has
1: not called me, and I do not, I do not support you wearing black socks with short pants. Fuck. All right, here's the deal. He's 100% correct. I, I a thousand fucking percent agree. If you wear black socks, you need to wear actual full-length pants. I don't like the athletic black socks look. The black short socks, it doesn't matter. Don't even explain it to me. I'm just telling you, it looks fucking stupid. Don't wear it. It's a huge fashion no-no, okay? All right, good talk. All right, I'm done. I am done. I'm worn out and it's my daughter's birthday. I'm gonna go spend time with her and uh, I cannot wait to see what happens tomorrow. We got a big day. Everybody pray for the Dilly meme team. God bless you. God bless America and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Thursday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next reelection. We want it all back we want our schools back we want our education we want our higher education back we want our banking back we want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back we want our music back we want our sports back we're fighting for all of it i won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of americanism back and actually representing america we're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach we're raising children you're aborting them we're raising them we're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. There's not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican rhino sellout scumbag globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.